All right, Megan, your word of the day, disillusionment. Oh, that's a happy word. <laughs> what, do you, no. what do you see that as meaning? Um, so I first thing that comes to my mind is disillusionment with culture, leadership. Um, I see so many things wrong with systems and, you know, things like that. And, like, when you see enough things wrong and see enough people victimized and oppressed and all these things, it go, you, you start to get disillusioned with the system in general, you know? Okay. Hey, welcome to A Heart to Heart. I'm Sammy E. And I'm Meg. Hey, we are talking through faith, hope, and love. Let's go. Hello, Megan. Hey, Samantha. How you doing? Hey, I'm pretty. The sun is shining. It is so pretty. You know, it's like between rainstorms or whatever. <laughs> but I noticed that my grass is getting green. Gosh, and, I love green grass. Oh, it's so nice. But that means that I'll have to mow it soon. Oh, it's okay. We'll be all right. <laughs> it's so it's so pretty. Indiana's grass is so green. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Yep, it's beautiful. So we are talking about disillusionment and really the concept of hope and how disillusionment and discouragement and hope and all that are connected. But just to head into the discussion of disillusionment, the the definition from the dictionary, though you did a good job, (laughs) is a feeling of disappointment. It's akin to depression arising from the realization that something is not what it was expected or believed to be, (laughs) possibly accompanied by philosophical angst from having one's beliefs challenged. And so it's, it said it in a better way than I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I, I feel like the word illusion, you know, is in there pretty strong that mm-hmm. we have a, a, a vision of how something is going to work and then it's just gone, you know, mm-hmm. it's lost. So we have this concept of hope and we've been talking about how we want to be people of hope and yet we come with our own history, with mm-hmm. our own thoughts on how hope works out. Do you feel like disillusionment happens naturally? Like what are your thoughts on hope in relation to your history of disillusionment? Um, I think that anytime that I've built up an expectation, a leaning into something that should be positive for me and it doesn't work out the way I have, you know, put it in my head or whatever. Um, if it happens enough times, then I'll get disillusioned. Mm-hmm. But that's me personally. Like, um, I don't know, like, it, how long does it take you to get disillusioned, you think? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think growing up, I was really hopeful yeah. in a lot of wrong things. So, I mean, I think it can happen pretty quick. Sure. <laughs> I think with enough hits, yeah, I have a feeling anyone can get there relatively quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So some of the things just, you know, talking about disillusion, because this is really the opposite of hope. It's a great feeling of discouragement, but it's a, I'm thinking of, you know, there's a loss of vision. Oh yeah. That, that drive to even go after something. It's just gone. Yeah. (laughs) Or the motivation. It's just, it disappears. And yeah, because why put effort into something that's not going to work out anyway? You know, like yeah. that's the thought, you know? 
Yeah. That's interesting. Yep. So I want to talk about this scripture because I, I felt like Galatians, Paul talks about it pretty, pretty similarly. It's uh, Galatians 6 verse 8. It says, because the one who sows into his own flesh will reap corruption from the flesh. But the one who sows into the spirit will reap eternal life from the spirit. First of all, this is just the first verse, but I I see my cycles with hope. My, mm. you know, like I'm going to hope into hope that so-and-so does such and such or that I can accomplish this goal or we can have that or, you know, all these things that I'm hoping for. And I'm just sowing into my own flesh. Yeah. And it says right there, you'll reap corruption. But I, I didn't know that corruption was disillusionment. Sure. You, you lose purpose. You lose, lose, lose the drive to do things. And it's because I'm sowing into my spirit. Verse 9 says, and we should not lose heart doing good. For in its own time, we will reap if we do not give out. So then as we have time, we should do good with all people and especially with the households of the faithful. Hmm. We have these histories. Everybody has their own story of what what's happened with our hope, where we gave hope into the wrong things. And, you know, if we go further into that word hope, it means anticipate pleasure so i am anticipating pleasure Mm -hmm. from a person and they fail me (laughs) (laughs) or i'm anticipating pleasure from accomplishing you know some some education or some goal that somebody set for me or i set for myself and lo and behold it is a pitfall because anytime that we hope in things Mm -hmm. as our you know we're looking to that thing to give us our pleasure. It can quickly end poorly. Yeah. (laughs) So let's just talk about how do we get past this disillusionment? I think if, if we're all fair, you know, we, I feel like there's some who get more drive, (laughs) you know, they're like, fine. You know what? I'm going to do it to the next level. Like I'm going to prove you even more <laughs> yeah. that I can do that, you know? So then we get even more fleshy <laughs> and mm-hmm. more driven, but that doesn't really do anything. That's, do you think that's idolatry? Hmm. I know we didn't plan on talking about that, Yeah. but do you think that that's like uh reaping from a form of idolatry? Sure. You put that thing above God because it's got more priority. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That's a side note. But yeah, no, that's good. That's true. But we want to get past this way of doing life where we have these goals, we set our dreams, because that's really what the world teaches. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of self-help teaches. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of teachings are like, you know, you create your goals, you create your vision, you do this and that you create the motivation there and then you're just lost <laughs> once again and disillusioned again, hopeless again, mm-hmm. because it still didn't work. So how do we become people who are not just in this cycle of discouragement? 
and disillusionment. And I, the first thing is, mind you, <laughs> I'm learning this as we go. Yeah, <laughs> same. <laughs> and I feel like one time I learned it and like now I'm like relearning it <laughs> in a whole other situation. Yeah. You know, that's life. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying like as we're, we're considering this and discovering this together. Oh, yeah. And a lot of this, Megan, is due to your discussion on faith and how you said, hey, faith has to be based on something solid. Mm. And so, therefore, we looked into his characteristics in the Old Testament and the New. And so, his character, we found out that his character then defines our character. Mm-hmm. And then we saw in Romans 5.5 5, that that creates hope. And it's a hope that does not disappoint. It doesn't disappoint. <laughs> You're so right. It does not disappoint. So we want to get to know that kind of hope. And so we do that by starting with focusing on his character, mm. defining our character. You know, I think of times when I've started jobs or I've started goals or things like that. And I know, I know there was drive in me that wasn't just character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't this is who I am this is what I do I think I was trying to define my character and I was trying to find myself by doing that thing and so I don't I don't fault myself it's not like Samantha what were you thinking but having gone through it I can see I wanted something from it I, I wanted to grow in this thing or that thing and I want to get to a place though where I go into things because that's just who I am. Yeah. Like I know who I am. I know what I'm made for. I know what what passions are there that are just righteous, mm-hmm. you know, and pure. Yeah. And let those be the reasons that I, you know, if I go serve in a ministry or if I go help on a missions or um, you know, love on a family member or encourage a friend, it's just because that's that's just what I do. It's not mm. it's not trying to be something to them or prove myself to them. It's just that's who I am. That is my character. That's really interesting cuz what you're saying like it just started clicking with me in my brain. So, my whole life I've been a performer. Like my parents pull out the you know, video camera, you know, the one that you set on your shoulder. Mm, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that records on VHS tapes. Yep. <laughs> the, the big one. Um, so they pull that out, and I'm, like, immediately in front of it, like, just hamming it up, being, like, goofy and, you know, whatever. And then I start singing on stage when I'm four years old. And then I get into school plays and, like, get solos in choir. And then I start singing at church. And all of those things... I didn't perform because, well, okay, so maybe I started performing because that's just something in me, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, it became a thing where I saw how people, like, if you're decent at entertaining people, they're going to tell you about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, oh, that was super fun. Like, oh, you're so talented at something, you know? And it became the thing that I was like, that told me who I was because I no longer performed or sang or acted or whatever because that's something in me that God put in there that Mm. I want to that I have something to say and it's just part of who I am I did it because people were like oh that's great you know you're doing a great job you know that kind of thing that's so like that's something that I just like 
it all just went (laughs) like and I used to and I demonized it like once I realized that I was doing it for praise like I was like you know like maybe you just shouldn't perform period you know like because that's just a weakness for you but like no (laughs) if that's something that God's put in me that means that I don't have to hide it because I'm afraid of making it an idol it just means that I have to lean on the Holy Spirit to deliver that thing to say and make the point of it be his purpose Mm. and not what other people think about me. Your character carries you through the thing that God has instilled in you. Mm. That's good. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Cool. Wow. Yeah. So you first, you know, we define our character based on what his character is, which you're obviously saying, Samantha, that's what happened with me through my, my growing up and through performing, mm-hmm. which that's, that's so cool. And then we take it from, now that's my character. I can sing or I can, like, these are just things that I do because this is who I am. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have to recognize lies for what they are. Mm-hmm. So for, for any of those situations or for any of mine, like mine was totally, I would look for people to approve of me, mm-hmm. you know, that I treasured people's approval. And so that is, that is not God's design. I mean, we were, we were, and it's, everything can always be twisted. Sure. <laughs> like encouragement is good. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, like absolutely, absolutely. That's part of what we do and minister to each other. But when we find ourselves in the thing that we're doing or in people's approval mm-hmm. versus in Christ, it always takes us in this hopeless path. Yeah. The the successes are emptier, you know? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So we have to be ready then to take personal responsibility for this hope. Oh, yeah. Like we have to say this hope, I know that I keep losing hope because people keep failing me and I, I want their approval and I don't get it. Like, how about Samantha? You take some personal responsibility and realize that God gave you the freedom and the opportunity to choose hope and choose character and choose life if you want to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is such a hard gospel because then it's no longer super spiritual. Mm -hmm. It's no longer, you know, God, you know, help me. It's it's Samantha, stop being stupid. (laughs) Stop it. You know, you can't find your hope in your husband. Uh You can't find your hope in what people think of you. It will always fail you. Yeah. That, that's just reality. Oh, yeah. If you want to find hope, find it in who you are in Christ and who his character is and who, who you are, what your character is. And okay, this yeah. is going to be a message to the person who's listening to this. Okay. You may be going along and thinking, oh, well, I guess that sounds right, but it hasn't, you know, messed up for me yet. You know, like if I lean on my husband for a couple of things, like, you know, we, sh- we should probably lean on our husbands but here's the thing it's not about the results the tangible physical results it's about what's going on in your heart Mm -hmm. so that's think more about that instead of results okay Okay. that's i'm gonna move back now off the mic okay (laughs) (laughs) okay um so we have to recognize our need for that's good i'm just trying to process yeah, with yeah, you. So totally. um, we have to recognize our need for a savior. Mm-hmm. I 
I have to do this all the time. And you hear me say it like, oh, I need Jesus. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's so true. Like even when you get to the end and you, you realize truth and revelation, mm -hmm. you still can't do it. Mm -hmm. You still can't get that final step of freedom on your own. Like there's still like, oh, I know what hope looks like. I know what it feels like. <gasps> I need Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I need him to make this happen, to shift my heart, to bring that life. Yeah. And to bring that joy that I cannot fabricate on my own. Like he, I need a savior. We also have to be quick to repent. Mm -hmm. And when we realize like, wow, my thinking is negative or my thinking is hurtful or my thinking is self-pity. Like just repent. Yeah. Let it go. Send it away. Put on who you are in Christ. And be quick and ready to forgive. All these things that I'm saying, if I try to be my own savior, if I try to fix myself, or if I try to you know, solve situations, they will leave me hopeless. Mm -hmm. They will leave me in this cycle of disillusionment and discouragement. And we want to move to a place where we can be hopeful people. We're not putting on a show. Right. Like, we actually have hope because we know some truths about God's character yeah. and our character. And we believe it. Yeah. So Megan, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm I'm getting over a cold. No. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if you can't notice, it sounds like my nose is like. Yeah, you don't plug like your nose. We hear it. Yeah. No. Don't need to do that. <laughs> it's all in there. I haven't taken any allergy meds today, so you can hear like all the congestion laying up there. But no, okay. So I will tell you though. Yeah. Life hack. Yeah. Okay. I know that I'm lucky to be to have to be able to give this to you because not everyone can do what I just did to take care of whatever junk I'm getting here. Okay. Okay. I am going to tell you right now, life hack for this week is rest. Okay. So I had about 1,200 things on my to-do list that I needed to do right. before I started feeling this congestion, and then I had a headache that just was awful, and I laid on bit, like laid around for like two days straight. Okay. So I thought in my head, you used to power through these kind of things. You can just do it again Aww. and accomplish your to-do list, but then... Something else, like whether it was Samantha's voice in my head or <laughs> my very real husband in front of me, um, <laughs> he, I just felt an overwhelming need to rest and allow my body to figure out what's going on and work on it <laughs> and support it with some meds and, you know, hydration and different things yeah, like that. Yeah. But like I used to have worse congestion last way longer when I just powered through and pushed through my to-do list. Mm -hmm. So it's like when I decided to rest and I took that time and I actually chilled out, my body was like, oh, okay, let's start healing. You know, like it was really good. good so you. there's your life hack. All Get right. some rest. Rest. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this podcast. We hope you enjoyed the conversation just as much as we did. Subscribe, share, and we'll see you next week.